Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Sprinkles? Check. Hot fudge? Check. Ooh, cherries? Check. Chocolate and vanilla ice cream? Check, check. Chico, what list are you making? That's everything I need to celebrate National Ice Cream Month. Ah, verdad, que July is when we celebrate all the yummy, cold, dairy goodness that is ice cream. Yeah, and I'm planning on making Tremendo Sunday using ice cream made from real Florida milk. Don't forget, we can also use ice cream to make milkshakes too. Even make a piña colada shake. Put some coconut ice cream in there and... Ooh, que rico. Okay, okay. Well, if you want to find other fun recipes for enjoying ice cream this July, just head to floridamilk.com or leche de florida today okay but here's the real question are you gonna share that sunday maybe this is dj and this is ish and this is season, season six, six of better let me tell you and books with a woman who despite her young age has been married multiple times had a teenage baby <laughs> saw her dead husband brought back from the dead via some type of cloning heart transplant thing with someone who's literally referred to as a mad scientist and also had an encounter with you know satan himself um all in a day's work for our guest today camila bannis from <laughs> days of our lives you miss kidnapped quite a few times kidnapped. as well <laughs> damn it that's such a staple how could i forget that one how could i forget that word thank you so much for joining us of course thank you for having me this is really an honor to be here in miami which is where my grandma is is the best so. yes so that's the only family you have left here is, is my, your abuela? My grandparents, my aunt, and my two cousins. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, I know you're in Tampa right now. Tampa right now, and I'm actually close to my husband's family over there. They're, oh, okay, the bulk okay. of them are over there. So. Okay, all right, cool, cool. And of course, that's Marlon Aquino. Yes. Um, so I have so many things I want to talk to you about, like from the fact that you're a Miami girl to the fact that, yes, you're on daytime 
but that should honestly be considered genre. Like it could easily run sci-fi sometimes. I think, <laughs> and I say that as a sci-fi nerd. Um, but you know what? Let's start. Let's start at the beginning, right? Let's. let's we're, we're in Miami. Let's start in Miami. Yeah. So. One of the things that we always are are kind of amazed about, especially when we're talking with Latino Latino parents or specifically Cuban American, what was your parents' reaction when you told them you were going to be an actress? Because you started young, and we always say on this show that like you know, artista, actriz, no, 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 tú vas a estudiar business administration o algo, tú sabes que artista va a ser como un hobby, eso va a ser algo cerrado. Más o menos, tú sabes, you can do community theater. Like, dile que sí, dile que sí ahora mismo que ella no va a hacer eso. Right, right. Eso, eso no va a dar nada. Like, right. What was, was that the reaction when you did it? Uh, yes and no. Okay. So I, the first time I knew I wanted to be an actor was because I saw Jim Carrey in my TV screen making like, like funny faces. Okay. And I told my mom, I was like, I, I get, put me in the box. Like, put me in that box with him. Can I be in that box making faces? And I think that's when she realized she may like acting or want to do something that involves that. And that kind of lit a fire under her booty, which was oh, very rare for yeah. a Cuban mama, um, you know, raising first generation kids here. I was going to ask, you're first gen, yeah. Yeah, and so she had a little bit of that trauma that comes with people that leave Cuba, which is don't take any, don't take any fun classes, don't get involved in the university. Yeah, well, not even. Don't get a degree because we might leave next year. Like, you don't know when you're going to oh, leave. Wow. Like, oh, she was that, that, that. Oh, no. Mentality. They were gusanos okay. Okay. from the start. All right. and as, a, as, a, as a fellow, you know, <laughs> descendant of gusano. Yeah. Yeah. And it was to the point where it's like, don't get a boyfriend because if you have any sort of like things to tie you back, that could create a problem for us. Oh, wow. So my mom really didn't get involved in a lot of stuff and she wanted her kids to be in the arts and learn the things that she didn't learn and okay. you know do that and so this was a little bit of like a taste in that she was like you know what if she's already pushing and pulling to that way like let's go total let her have fun let's let's do it. and it, you know it's something that she wanted but then my dad came in and was like <laughs> i don't know i don't think this is a good idea this is a waste of money you know you gotta mm -hmm. put money in to get money back that makes no sense to me you know and so we we really didn't do too much but my mom yet always kept pushing it little by little she would take us here or find out from somebody if there was a dance school we could try to get involved in or anything and that's pretty much how it, how it started which was my mom just doing it anyway and going around my dad and saying oh well so your mom being a typical Cuban woman yes. was like this is not like I see but figuring out how to do it anywhere exactly yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah, yeah. and at age four I got my first booking it was a print job that for a young. mattress commercial yeah here in Miami <laughs> Damn, girl. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who were 40 that haven't had a, a commercial yet. Yes. You're looking at it four. I remember I was um, like seven or eight years old and I went to Washington Mutual in Miracle Mile. My mom was like, we need to open her a bank account. She has to do her taxes next year for all the work she's doing. And people were looking at her like, what are you doing with this girl? You're like pr prostituting her? Like, what is happening? <laughs> They're like, oh, the 80s. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, where did you grow up in? Um, I grew up in... This is going to sound crazy. So, you know... Um, it's Miami. Nothing sounds crazy. Okay. So, you know Versailles on 8th Street? I live down the street from it. I live in the Gables, so I'm like right there. Yeah. Okay. I lived in the house behind it. Which now... That's great. They purchased uh, about 11 years ago, made into a parking lot, which I can stand in my room. I can stand in my mom's room. <laughs> okay. So, you lived in that parking lot. Correct. I know the parking lot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
that's where I lived. And some of my families even worked at Versailles here and there periodically. But more than anything, every single day for like nine years, I went to Versailles for breakfast before I went to school. Like that was my, that was my thing. Like if you would cut me open, croquetas would like fall out, you know? That is the best piñata I've ever heard of in my life. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. So, you know, at this point, you're about what? Eight, nine, ten, give or take. So you're about elementary, middle school. And I think that's about the time that you cross paths with a mutual friend of well, ours. Actually, I met... Or was she high school? High school, which is crazy to me. But people I met that know her, I met in middle school. I got involved. I don't know if you know Madeline Marchant. Uh, just... Just theater people in Miami, oh, okay. actors in Miami. Um, no, no, I know, I know your high school drama teacher because we went to school together. Correct. Middle school, I want to say middle, maybe elementary. Even. What school? I went to for middle school. I went to Riviera. Okay. And then for high school, we went to Southwest. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were South Miami middle, so we were your rivals. Okay, well there you go. We're ending this conversation now. Right by now. the way, I'm yeah, sorry. Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, you drove all the way down here for a two minute conversation. I knew I did. I yeah. knew something was up. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. So, you know, so then in high school, I mean, you you kept working. You literally were like a working actor throughout high school, right? Doing like novelas. I almost failed seventh grade, not because of my grades, but because of uh, absences. I, you know, was going to a school that was a magnet school. But then when I was actually doing... Uh, New World? Well, South Miami was a magnet school. Oh, okay, okay. So I went, yeah. And I was working as a professional, but they still couldn't wrap their heads around like the fact that I needed to be absent to do this profession. That's, yeah, unless they're following you in, like, documentary style. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're going to have to so, be absent. Yeah. yeah, so I almost failed seventh, almost failed eighth. I pretty much couldn't pass my FCATs. I was in, like, remedial classes. Oh, damn. Um, but I was working so much. Not only on, like, Spanish novelas, which obviously I did my Gata Salvaje, Cuerpo el Deseo. Oh, we're going to talk about you being on the one with Chayang as the vampire, okay? That was great. To this day, one of my biggest dreams is to just, like, do a choreograph number with Chayang. Oh, you're going to die when I tell you the story. Because he is like tremendo, like just dancer, performer. and like, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm not going to lie. Well, I got to tell you even more then <laughs> because I got my special, special time with Chayang, which I was a huge fan. Yeah. I wasn't a Ricky Martin fan. I was a Chayang fan. Like, if okay. you know, you had to pick one of them. I'm sorry. You were either it, one it, or the other. It was the Christina and Britney of the day. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So I was Ricky. Ricky always is like this. I mean, not Ricky. Uh, uh, Chayang, Chayang. Chayang. The smile. Something about his charismatico like, it, face. It was the smile the, something the in the smile, teeth. Yeah. I don't know what it is I just lovely man and so I got the chance to play Vampirita yeah. on this miniseries with Chayang and I was a vampire mind you I was going to high school and shooting night shoots simultaneously as I was shoot- mind you this is a vampire show of we course. couldn't shoot during the right. day <laughs> We had to shoot from 6pm to 6am sometimes I'd be done at 6am and be at school at 730 how did you do that well, I mean, thank God it wasn't like consecutive three Fiddle or four still. days, but the next day I would sleep maybe after school until like okay. 8 p.m. and maybe not go the day after. But being it's the energy we have when we're 15. There you, go. you know, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. It was also the same week I was graduating high school, a lot was happening. But I'm shooting this show, it's going fantastic. A lot of Miami crew, which I was like, oh my God, they're actually shooting big stuff that isn't just like a regular novela here. It was a yep. miniseries for Mega TV. And 
one of the shots is we're in his McLaren, the character's McLaren, which I had never been in this like fancy car. And we were on this machine thing that like it drives for you. Okay, right, right. And so you don't have to drive. So, you know, we're with our walkies. So we can, if there's an emergency, we can tell them to stop and they can tell us direction. And I'm talking to Diane, you know, we're just there and he's like making small talk with me. And it's just me and him in the car and a walkie. <laughs> I was sweating. All your teenage face. dreams. Oh my God, like, like yeah, yeah, a yeah. puddle underneath my arm. Like it was disgusting. Anyway, he was telling me, he's like, so what do you do? Like other than acting, I know you're like a, a teenage actor, but like what else? You know, you must be a teenager too. And I'm like, oh yeah, but like I'm kind of an old lady. I like to dance salsa and like I like old ballads and things like that. And he's like, wait, wait, you, you like to dance salsa? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, show me. And he grabs the back walkie and he's like, hey guys, uh, can you stop the car for a second? We need to stop the car. Thank you. He stops the car. He turns on like solo and the ocho something high on the car, like puts puts all the way the volume up, opens the door. He's like, sale carro, get out of the car. No. In the middle of Brickle, which you can't do now. This was 11 years ago. Yeah. In the middle of Brickle, he stops production so that he can dance salsa with me outside of the McLaren just to see how I dance salsa. We danced the whole song. I literally almost cried while I was dancing this. I go back to the set. My mom's there waiting, like the proud Cuban lady right. she is. <laughs> and he comes up to her and she goes, Pero, tú no me dijiste que ella baila como un trompo? And she was like, Best compliment ever. She was like, beaming. Like she Best could literally be taken ever. to the moon right there. Yeah. yeah. She was dying. And I was just like, oh, I got to dance salsa in the middle of the street, which I had. Yeah, that was amazing. That is a great story. Like, honestly, like, you got to have your Vanessa Williams dance with me moment in, oh in, in the middle of Brickle. Oh, my God. And then my character got to kiss him. He, he had to, like, you know, push me away. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah push me away. Yeah, because I'm going to try to kiss you. Go, go. Because you were playing, obviously, older than she looks. She's a vampire, yeah. right? Yeah. She's, you know, you know, she got bit at 15, but she's older. She's than, hundreds of you know, years old. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she's this, you know, she, saucy she's, girl. She's experienced. Correct. She's been around the coffin. Correct. Right. <laughs> Love that. So, you know, how do you, because, you know, moving a little bit forward now to Days of Our Lives, I mean, you, you recently did announce that, that you're going to, your time with Days is, is coming to an end, but you were there for 13 years. Oh, yeah. That's a long ass time. Like, there are people who've never had a relationship that long, much yeah. less a, a job, a career. And as an actor, eso no se da. No, you know, like, no. that's, that's a, that's a privilege. Yep, and, I call and, our industry the 99% unemployment industry because even big movie actors, they fi finish a film and don't know yeah. what may be next. It could be their last film for whatever reason, you know? And so how, how did you start in the days, uh, you know, the days universe, uh, as, as we'll call it now, because with Beyond Salem and all that, I guess it is a universe at this point. Yeah, no, true. Um, I will say, I'll give you a little anecdote on how I got out of Miami that propelled me to get okay. to in today's which is hard you know especially being here you, you people that want to do this it takes a long time to make that leap you know and but, you do have to leave unfortunately exactly. yeah exactly and you leave your family which is such a hard thing to do in our culture as latinos yeah right so i the same week i was doing the cheyenne shoot okay. i submitted a tape to another soap opera called one life to live this was in New York. This was when you had to submit VHS tapes and they were costing like $150 to send every single day. Yeah. Exactly. Insane. I sent it. I got picked. I moved out to New York. I shot a couple episodes. I was there for a year. It was the best time ever. And my time got cut short. I got fired with like eight other people. It's big exodus. Oh, it was just a, a budget situation. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, do I go back to Miami or do I go back to LA? Like, what do I do? Went straight to LA. And um, a couple months later, I had an audition for Days of Our Lives, and I was like, oh, another soap. 
I don't know. I don't know. I just got out of one for a year. Like Right. And and that's a grind. It is. It was hard work. I, I knew what it was like. So I, I, I thinking to myself, like, do I want that now that I'm back in LA or do I want something else? I my manager just said, Well, just auditioning for it doesn't mean you're gonna get it. True. Right? Right, yeah. yeah. Experience go out for it, yeah. Okay. So I go in, I didn't get it. Some other girl got it. And, and this was for the role of Gabby. This was for the role of Gabby. And I was like, well, you know what? That's like a sign. I don't need to do soaps right now. I need to be doing something else. Two months pass, and I get a phone call. Hey, we're going to change the character. We're going to age her a little bit. She's going to have more mature um, content, and we'd like to have you just come in and take over the role. It's a four-year contract. Oh, so they went They went with someone else. They straight up shot episodes with somebody else. A girl from Miami oh, that wow. I knew growing up. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Small world. Yeah. Her name was actually Gabriella. So they named the character after her. And so I I said four years. I was 20. I was like, oh, I'm going to be 24. So long. That's like, I'm going to be 100. That's, that's a presidency. Like That's <laughs> that's, a, it's a presi- that's a long time. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to respectfully decline. And they were all like, you must be out of your damn mind. People in Hollywood don't decline contracts. Yeah, steady work. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You're psycho. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm psycho. And a couple weeks later, I got a call, and they were like, well, listen, we we finagled it to two years. What about two years? Come like, you better say yes. And I said, all right, I'm not dumb. I'm going to say yes. Okay, right, right. thank you. And I appreciate it. Been there 13 years. 13 years. Well, <laughs> so two years turned into 13. That is phenomenal. I mean, again, it's it's one of those things where, like, I, and I will say this, and I, and I say this just out of sincerity, I feel a lot of people many times disparage soaps. You know, they're like, oh, it's just a soap actor or it's just a soap opera. The amount of work that you guys have to do, like, I, I, when I, I mean, again, I, I genuinely watch Days of Our Lives, as I was telling you earlier, like, I watched the show, watching you walk in here, Thank I was you. like, wait, but she was just on the screen, and now she's walking in through the door. It was a little bit of a mindfuck, I'm not going to lie. Did like, it look like Gabby or Camila? Was, it, but where does, where does Gabby end and where I does Camila begin, know, right? I After 13 know. years. I know. After 13 I years, know. right? Yeah. But that, and that's the weird thing about it, too, is like, you walked in, and I was like, wait, that's Gabby. Well, no, that's not her name, dumbass. Like, that, you know, it's Camila. Like, you know, it was that whole, like, I had to switch the chip. Um, but I will say, you know, I think soaps is a hell of an acting boot camp because how many episodes do you guys film a year? Well, Approx. Let's, let's not do a year. Let's talk about a day because that okay. will put things into perspective okay, okay. quite a bit. Okay. And I, sh- I share this a lot and people's eyes always like widen when I say it. So regular set, what I call quote unquote normal. Okay. The ones that have craft services. The ones that have craft <laughs> services and like honey like wagons. I know. I, I'm not going to keep going. Don't you even think about it. Um, I'm going to spooze it all. Anyway, um, on a normal set, you would do, even if it's not like a multi-million dollar film, those, those, those take even longer. But right. let's just say a medium, something in the middle ground, you know. Um, you'd shoot between three, five, Seven, I would say seven or eight would be the most scenes you would shoot in one day. And that's if you're really just cranking them out Ooh, at a good pace. This one, is a director and right. in, that's like really pushing the budget okay. and like really moving. Okay. The slowest I've seen is like a por- an eighth of a page for an entire 12 hours. An eighth of a page, okay? So we, Days of Our Lives people, shoot. Remember I just said five, seven could be the maximum right, right, scenes right. Right, a right. day. We shoot between 60 to 70 scenes a day. I want you to say that again just to make sure nobody misunderstands. Six zero through seven zero scenes a day. So 60 to 70 scenes a day. 
that is insane to me. And like, and what? sometimes it's more. Sometimes it's eighty. And, and, but okay, but okay, I'm I'm trying to do the math, and I don't do math. But that means that what you get like half a take. Well, the good thing is <laughs> we shit, have a thirty-five a person cast, so it does get spread out throughout the oh, week. Oh, okay, we, okay, we know, okay. But we don't get more than one take. If there is another take, it's usually not because of us. It may be a sound error, okay. it may be a helicopter, lighting, lighting or... something very, and honestly, so it technical. almost never happens because everything is set in a way that mm-hmm. is meant to just go, crank okay. them out, factory style. Right, right, right. Wow. That is insane to me. Like, again, and I, and I can't get through, because I mean, I've always been like a defender, right? I've always been like, you know, yo, the work that goes into it is no joke. But now to hear And you're on the right. You're right. But now when you see the actual numbers, it literally is something that sometimes we think to ourselves, like, can it really be done while we're doing it? You're doing it. Yeah, and obviously, it must be. pressure helps a lot. Like, you got to. Yeah, but it's not like you're even just starting to do it either. You know what I mean? Like, this is the formula that's been, I mean, Days has been on the air, what, 70 years or whatever it is? Like, it, it obviously works, quote unquote, to whatever degree. That your mileage may vary, I'm sure, depending on the actor. And I will say, times change things. And obviously, when I first started Days, maybe maybe 13 years ago, we would do maybe most 50 scenes a day. So throughout the 13 years, we have had a lot of changes and we speed, they find any moment to speed things up. We'll give you an example. We used to have a countdown. You're on in five, four, three, and they wouldn't say the two and the one. They would just go like that and give you the numbers. We cut the five, four, three to one to save us five, four, three, two, one seconds. So now we just go action. This was something that happened throughout the 13 years I was there. Okay, but in all fairness, I guess if you multiply that by 60 scenes, that's, what that... they, that's where they, their mind is at. So now they just say, go. Yeah. But those are small things that every day adds up, and we get pushed and pushed to the brim, and you know we're there shooting those 50 scenes, but then we might get an additional six extra scenes that day just because they need to just do it. Wow. And COVID also changed a lot. That too. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, COVID, the, the, you guys actually were one of the, the bright spots. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I say days, but I'm speaking in general, you know, soaps, daytime soaps, with COVID because you do film so far in advance mm-hmm. that there was. And then, like I was telling you earlier, you know, between you film in advance and the first couple of, what, two months and change, it was all just news, 24 hours a day. So guess what? That's banked. Exactly. 100%. So, I mean, you guys were... I will say that's how I got back into days. Okay. A lot of people did, though. Uh, because I was home. Yeah, a lot of people told I me. I was home. It, it was twofold. It was twofold. I was home, and, you know, when the devil comes back to Salem, you gotta tune in. You gotta figure out what is going you, on. The devil's I, back in Salem. And I was around. I watched the first round. Oh, that's how old go. I am. There you go. So, well, but that was such a prevalent, important... Everyone knows about Marlena being the devil. So it's right. just like something that... It's coming back, and you have to tune in. It's like that. the trends that come back. You it's have true. To. It's true. It's like when bell bottoms come back. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, again, you've 13 years, you've seen a lot of changes in, in, in the industry overall, but specifically, you know, one of the biggest ones was the shift from, from NBC to Peacock. And I will say, I, I, this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment, but go with me. I was a little disappointed with the shift insofar as I thought, maybe wrongly, that oh they're streaming now maybe they'll be a little sexier a little more adult you know I mean I'm not expecting full frontal it's still it's still you know a soap right we gotta be respectful yep but you know I was expecting a little more of a a push even maybe saucier language and I and I've seen that here and there but 
it hasn't been as, as drastic as I thought it was going to be. And also, so yes, that yes, we have actually had that addressed from our superiors and we actually have a little bit of a response to anyone asking that said question. Okay. Um, Glad I brought it up then. <laughs> yes. A lot of people did think that that would happen and essentially it will. And like you said, you did notice a few things here and there, but what Days wants to keep is that. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Essence, that that days it, it of our lives days. yes that you know hourglass coming in that no one can you know remove that sound the theme you know it comes into your brain and you just start whistling it the whole day that essence that days brings we didn't want it to change it too much although we do have aspects of change especially with our um, specials that we do beyond Salem is something that I think definitely pushes the boundaries of what the core foundation of days is right and gives people that imaginative feel of if we were this other show, we could p go there and push those boundaries. But Days, I think, ultimately will stay its true self, its true form, its true yeah. foundation. You, you don't want to push things too far because then you lose your core. Yeah. I mean, listen, all the guys are like, come on, when can we say the F word? When can we say, you know, this and that? And I'm like, well, what, 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 what's the issue? Can't you just tell me the F word? Get it out? Like, let's... You know, tell me a couple we times. We got those five seconds back. Just use it for that. Yeah, you're use okay. it for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. So, you know, it's oh, I have so many questions right now. So, I, I do want to talk about you know, obviously, with 13 years, you know, you're 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 shifting. You're you're doing other things. Before I do that, though, I do want to ask because as as a Latina who grew up in Miami, and who was on novelas and then did soaps. Yeah. What were some of the biggest differences you found between the quote unquote novela format? Right, which is already histrionic and dramatic and over the top, right? Yeah. And the soap opera, you know, the, the American soap format, which is over the top and histrionic, but in a different way. As yeah. far, for me, as a viewer. Absolutely. So, cool fact about me, um, I was such in a Cuban sheltered bubble uh, that I did not even know English soap operas existed. I straight up, like, until I got One Life to Live in New York, I did not know. Really? You had never heard of, like, no. All My Children or no. General Hospital no. or Days? or it. Never. I never heard those words. I But you knew Marimad. Yeah. You knew Marimad Barrio. Exactly. You knew, of yeah. course. Elena, yeah. That was, like, even Brazilian soap operas, yes. like Chica and things that we yes. would, like, get exposed to eh, here. Eh, café con aroma de mujer. Exacto. And, yeah. All those things that I knew about that. But for me, and then they would say, like, they're more than, like, a year. Like, what is this? They're going for 30 <laughs> years? This is weird. Who would watch this? It's weird. Um, but obviously, 
in the Latino world, and this is a backhanded thing because, you know, this is just how we are. It's how we are. Especially when I was doing novelas, there wasn't the organization that there may be now. Um, we just got unionized a couple years back for novelas, and that was it something. Was it unionized back oh, no, then? No, absolutely no. There was no control. Um, and as a child actor in that business, we were worked. It could be any hours of the day. It could have been five hours. It could have been 13 hours. It could whatever be, they needed. Whatever they needed, we were there for. And there was no control. You know, there wasn't a set hour for lunch. There wasn't... It was just chaotic, I would say. Chaotic. Wow. Um, yeah. And it, it was a lot also about, like... And, of course, the industry is all like this. Who you knew and, and well, who were your friends and things like that. But it was way, way, way like that here in Miami. Yeah. In, in, in oh, L.A., well, that's, you know. That's Miami. Of course, that's Miami. <laughs> that's Miami, Que yeah. palanca tu tienes, you know. Oh, my God. That, uh, that's my next shirt. Que palanca tu tienes with a plank. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when I went to Days, even One Life, when I was shooting there, I was like, oh, there's a there's a schedule and we follow it every day and these are what we're doing and we're not adding and changing to this and oh when it says five o'clock it means five o'clock we stop yeah we stop for lunch and we get a whole hour and no one's coming to harass me or do this or tell me that I'm not doing that no everything was so by the book how they said they were going to do it and that was, I think, the biggest culture clash and culture change for me. That okay. I was coming from a, a free-for-all kind of situation <laughs> to a very organized and, um, like, like structured. structured place that had, like you said, been doing it for so many years. They have the system. Don't mess with the system because you're going to be the, you know, the peg. It's not going to work. Right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome that, I mean, that, that novela seemed to be where they should be now in terms of Why? behind the scenes yeah, of it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that especially a lot of Miami and Latino actors have had to fight for over the last 10 years. I would imagine. Um, because when you are doing the leads and you are in this chaotic setting, like it's it's too much. You're, you're, you have such a workload and you have all these crazy things happening. There's it, it's, it's setting up for failure. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these actors like will leave to, you know, Mexico or Venezuela for extended periods of time and then come back and shoot maybe another one because it's really stressful. Wow. Well, see, I just learned something new. Mm-hmm. I just learned something new. Well, okay. I will, before before we move, I'm gonna. I swear, I'm gonna move away from days. But my last thing is, I have always said that if I ever had anybody in front of me that worked on that soap opera, I have so many questions about Salem. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. It's it it's it's a town, but it has like 17 multi-billion-dollar corporations. Yep. But it also is close enough to other places. Chicago, right? But everybody only congregates in a square. Mm-hmm. Um, there's and only. And if they leave, they go to Europe only. They only go to Europe, <laughs> right? Well, because that's where all of the Demeros have the compounds. I mean, where else are you going to go? <laughs> right. They will. What is it? They only go to like two restaurants. Um, I'm pretty sure that the legal system is completely different. Yep. But yet you have a huge prison that everybody breaks out of. Yep. Um, not even breaks out because that's not even that, that that much work that everyone visits at least once in their life they just yeah it's just like okay well I'm here now this is just what I do it's like I love it I love all of the just the over the top campiness of it. it it's something that I, I watch it and I literally watch it just kind of going like laws aren't the same there like they are here like you know people will be in an, in an interrogation room and it's just like you know I could walk into off the street and just walk into that room and just be like I hate you how dare you? And it's like, there's no... Um, your brother's the police commissioner, right. but he's not very good at his job from no, what I'm seeing. I don't he know. He did murder. I'm sure he, he's murdered people before. Who amongst Salemites? 
Hasn't. Hasn't. I mean, you did. Yep. No, you're not wrong. You're you not did. Wrong. I think. I think that's that's how you know you 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 might be in for 13 years. Exactly. I mean, listen, <laughs> when they... you when you get a storyline where you can control someone's heart through an application on your phone, that's when you know you've made it. Okay. When it's so ridiculous, you can't believe it yourself, and you're like, well, I can't even fight this. Let's just go. <laughs> how do you ground something like that in? in a shred of reality, right? Because that's the thing is you have to embrace it, but you can't walk in there just like a crazy person. No, you can't How do you do be that? phony in a phony world. <laughs> right. That is, that's perfect actually. Yeah, you can't be phony in a phony world. Like, how do you do that, woman? Thank you. Uh, well, <laughs> what we do is we take a, um, a big tall glass of, fuck it. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, they're gonna ask questions. Right. There's going to be continuity errors. We are going to have people that are not going to be able to suspend, you know, reality and then just follow us along on this imaginary track right. on Rainbow Road. But you do it for the ones that believe. You do it for the ones that, you know, come up to you and say, I wish you would have stopped your heart on that app. I wish you just would have done that. You know, that's what you do it for. Right. Yeah. And, and honestly, at this point, when I think about Gabby and, and when I hear that there's going to be a new storyline introduced, I think, well, what, what could she do? She's done so much. Like, what, there has to be something that is so wild and so left field and so out there that can still be exciting for the viewers to watch. After 55 years of stories with 35, usually 30 to 40 people on the cast, that's a hard feat. Yeah, those are some talented writers. Right. I mean, I got to give them credit because yeah. it's, it's not easy. It's, it's not, not easy. There are people with a cast of four that can't do it. Yeah, and if you really think about it, yes, we do personify these actors, but they write for us. They have to write for 50 different personalities and make sure that they're putting those innuendos, those essences, those that tonality into that to make sure that we can carry that on. It's a really tough position. That's true, yeah, because Gabby's not Nicole, Nicole's not Marlena, Marlena's not Leo, Leo's not Xander, like, yeah. You're right about that. It's, <laughs> yeah, they have to act within what their character would quote-unquote do, so. Yeah. Wow, that is, woman, my hat's off to you because it is not easy. But now you're 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 expanding. Yeah. You're doing some other stuff. Which, yeah. to be fair, you know, even during your time on Days, you you did other things. Yeah. I know you did a, an arc on on a show that I loved, uh, Mistresses. Oh yes, I love Mistresses. What a great character, Kylie. She was fun. It was. I mean, well, your character was fun. But I, I, that's the type of show that I was like, you know what? It's frothy. It's soapy. It's mm -hmm. it's that primetime soap dynasty itch yep. scratching. You know. So I, I loved it. But you've also done a couple other things in the intro. And you you did a horror movie. Yes. Um, that came I, out earlier this year. Yes, right? I did. It came out in a couple of film festivals. I'm still waiting for it to stream because I, I think gonna people are going to love that. I'm a horror fiend. So, mm -hmm. okay, so, there you so go. So I'm like, I was, I was looking for it. I'm like, wait, but it says it's been released. But where? Where is it? Where is it? So, yes. so I was like, got to ask her. Yeah, so it got released on two film festivals. They're still working on their distribution. I hear... The, this year will be the year, and I think that's going to be really fun because, I mean, I've never played... I, I call her my chonga. She's like the most chonga I've ever played because she's got this crimped hair. She's very, very, like, Miami. So I was just really excited to have people see that when they've seen, like, very Gabby... Right. Very clean Salem version of like you know a Latina. Right. Um, so I can't wait for that. And you've got something coming up with a Christmas movie. I do. With uh, Kyle Richards. I, this will be the second time I work with her. She actually made a cameo on Days, and 
funny enough. It's your second Christmas movie, so there's a lot of a lot of twos two, involved in this. Two in this exactly, um, and she. I don't. I don't know exactly what she. Oh yeah, I know she's playing a really fun pa- uh, character on the on the Christmas movie. But my character is really fun on there. It's something that I really haven't done. I think a lot of people are gonna like to see me in that light and. Another project also coming in the works I can't talk about yet. So I love it. I love the fact that you're, you you know you, you took that chance and that gamble. I mean, like you said, it's the only industry where ninety nine percent unemployment rate. And you were like, you know, I'm gonna take a chance and I'm gonna believe in myself. And mm-hmm. damn it, if it's not, you know, damos yeah. resultado. Yeah, you know? and, and exactly. And you know what? I think also for me, it's been such a. I have felt such like this honor and this like this strength about playing Gabby, playing this Latina on a network show like NBC for 13 years. And if you really think about it, we haven't had a Latino presence other than, you know, Gabby. And sometimes Galen will, you know, my brother will come here and there. But she really, to me, is the one that holds and brings in any Latino flavor. She grounds the Hernandez of the Hernandez clan. Yes, she she brings in traditions. She talks Spanish. She's the one that is encouraging this family. That's kind of how I knew you were from Miami, by the way. The first time (laughs) that you busted out with a little Spanish on there, and I was like, espérate. I'm like, "Mm, that that sounds like everyone I grew up with. Hold on. (laughs) So, yes, I want to thank you for that representation. Thank you, of course. And that's what I do it for. That's something that, for me, like coming into days and knowing that I... This was like the first time they were representing having a, a family that wasn't the Demeras, that wasn't the Hortons, that, and that right. wasn't um, the um, Kiriakis. It's like, what? You're bringing in another family? This is a big deal. And for me and Galen to be on for, because he's been on 15, mm-hmm. um, but for us to be on for longer than a decade felt like we really solidified these Latinos are not going anywhere. Yeah. The Hernandez's you know I mean? are in Salem. A hundred percent. And we're not going anywhere. Right, right. We're not going back anywhere. No, no, no. Where are you going to go? See, go out of the Where are you going to go? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Leave Salem, please. Mm-hmm. Even with its flawed legal system, it's still no, better no, no. Than, than socialism. Um, <laughs> That's right. 100%. <laughs> so, I wanted to bring up one last thing, because I, I know you're busy. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I'm loving chatting with you. Now, I, it's something we've talked about on the show a couple times. And look, at the end of the day, I'm no one to tell other people how to label themselves, how to call themselves. As I always say, I'm like, if you want me to call you Salt Shaker, I'll call you Salt Shaker. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat, that's you, that's a respect, that's the least I can afford you, right? But you have been on Instagram specifically, and even a little wink on a recent episode of Days, kind of a vocal, I don't want to say... Opponent, because opponent sounds so strong. I don't think, but but you've been very vocal about your dislike. I think that's a little softer of the term Latinx. And I have to say, on our show, again, you want to be Latinx, be Latinx. Yeah. But our whole thing is that it's like, look, number one, there's already a non-gender specific. It's Latin. It exists. It's it's there for the taking. Enjoy. But also my big issue with it is when other people come up to me and say, oh, no, you are this. You are Latinx. I'm like, well, no. First of all, I actually identify as Hispanic, which is a dirty word to some. But sure. if we're going to go that route, yeah. let's use Latino, right? right. And and so wh- where did that – or do you think that's a very Miami type thing? Because we've always said Miami – like when, when people come here, let's say, you know, during during campaign seasons – Everybody comes in it's like, you know, we're going to reach out to the Latinx in Miami. I'm like, bueno, ya fallaste. Yep. Ya el pie izquierdo. Because yeah. Which group is that? Because right. they're not they're here. They're not here. <laughs> it, it's just not something that, that is used in Miami. So I'm wondering if being from Miami, that maybe colors your your, your feelings on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yes. 
100% being from Miami colors that a lot. But my experiences living in Southern California for the last 15 years also has a quite a big role in that. Um, I don't know if you've had Southern California Mexican-Americans on your show. Um, I mean, maybe. I, I, we've had a, a big cross-section of everybody, and I honestly am pulling a blank right now as to everybody but, who's been on. No, no, yeah, but <laughs> no worries. But in case you have, think back, porque this is something that is very important in their community where they're, because of the time and everything that went down with their community in Los Angeles, they were very looked down upon when it came to Spanish or in talking and oh, yeah. your culture and all of that. You and assimilate, all, yeah. 100%. All these kids have this trauma. It's a, really a trauma that sometimes when I even speak Spanish in Los Angeles to people, they'll, they'll ask me, what are you speaking? And they know this language or they'll say, what, where are you from? That they don't, they're so not accustomed to the way that Cubans have encouraged both cultures. Right. Making sure that we were Americans, but we don't forget our culture. It doesn't matter if we're bullied. It doesn't matter if we're pushed. It doesn't matter if they don't want us to be in these jobs. Well, you're going to take it because this is what we got and this is what it is. And granted, it's a little easier to grow up that way when you're the majority. Correct. You it, know, and, and you're kind of like the, the ones who, who set the standard. It is true. But they were a big group. A, great, a big group that allowed a lot of things to kind of just pass and were scared. They, they were being bullied into submission. Yeah, so, different times, yeah. Different times. So I think a lot of that comes with me having like this strong opinion about the way that I grew up and thinking like, no, if I could do both, if I could be so American, if I could be so Latina, what is the problem? Like you said, if it floats your boat, then, then that's you and that's what I am with you. You don't want to be... Latina or Latino, you want to be Latinx, you're Latinx. But don't tell me that I'm Latinx because I'm not. I'm Latina hasta la muerte. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it comes. I mean, that, that that's the thing is, and, and, and it's so funny you say that because I honestly feel like it comes a lot of times from like, you know, guilty white people who want to be all like woke and, and you know, and, and, and I, I don't, I, I hate using the word woke as a pejorative because I don't believe yeah. in that way. But it tends to come down of that route of like, you know, well, but no, aren't you blah, blah. And it's like, number one, you shouldn't tell me what I am or I'm not. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's number one. But it's funny, you know, you, you mentioned that about the Spanish. I remember I, I've told the story thing on the show a couple of times. Years back, I think it was maybe my first trip to L.A., you know, I was, it was by myself. I was at a restaurant. I was sitting there and one of the bussers came afterwards, you know, and, and just look, as a Latino, you can sometimes just tell when somebody's Latino, right? And then he, he started speaking to me in, you know, in, in accented English, like heavily accented English, Spanish accented English. And look, I'm here for it. You want to practice your English? You want to learn? Let's go. I will I will buy you the hooked on phonics. Like we're, we're solid, bro. But my instinct, because I'm from Miami, when I hear that someone's making that effort, I can speak back to them in Spanish to help them out, right? Like, you Let's know. Let's facilitate we're, the we're, situation. Right, you go to Publix and you, it's just, it's instinct, right? Yeah, 100%. Oye, no había forma de que as much as I was like, you know, no, no, dejas ahí, no, no te preocupes. He would just keep responding to me in English. And and it's funny you say, the, you use the word trauma because that's kind of where my head went a little bit. I was like, wow, they're so like, it, it, it's been so browbeaten that no, 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 you have to assimilate. You have to, you have to, you have to. On the one hand, that's great because you want to, you know, yes, you should broaden and, and learn, you know, the language and et cetera. But, but at the same time, it's like un poco de miedo almost to like just let that guard down. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how I felt. I don't know how he felt, but that's how I interpreted that situation. And, and it never it, it, it stuck with me all yeah. these years later mm -hmm. that it's like, man, 
growing up in Miami, it's just not a thing. It's not a thing. No, not at all. And, you know, I've spoke, I have a lot of friends that are not only Mexican, but El Salvadorian, Guatemalan. Yeah, a lot of Central Americans in, a lot in, of Central American in South LA. Yeah. In South LA that have experienced the same kind of prejudice their whole life. And they tell me, you know, Camila, even for you, in that situation that you, you yeah. experience, you see him as like, wait, I'm... I'm one of you. I'm in your club. Yeah. I'm like, let's talk. We're in the same club. Yeah. But he sees it as if I talk Spanish... I'm going to be out of the whole club, which is the everyone in L.A. club. And they're going to look at me different. And they don't want to. They want to be on the same place as everybody else. And, you know, that was hard for me to wrap my mind around because I'm so Latina. I would say, oh, yeah, out of my block, I'm the loudest. I'm still Miami in L.A., you know? You can take the girl out of Miami, but you can't take Miami out of the girl. You cannot. No. And, and God knows people have tried to, to take it out of me, and it's like, no. It's not 13, gonna 14 years, and look, I'm still here. Look, I can tamp down this Miami accent when I want to, but if I'm not paying attention... We know how to gringo fi <laughs> Code switch like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bueno, Camila, again, I, I cannot stress enough. Thank you so much. I know, like, honestly, when I when I first booked this, I've been trying to get you on the show for, for a minute. Yes. Um, and I was like, well, you know, I, I know you don't live in Miami right now. You're in Tampa. So I was like, well, we'll do it virtual or what have you. And, you know, and, and your people were like, oh, no, no, no. She's, she'll be in town. It's going to be. And I'm like, that's so sweet of you. Like, to you know, to, to, to be in town for, for a chat. And, and excuse, you don't know how much I appreciate it. Let me tell you, any excuse to not only see my grandparents, but to get some croquetas in my body. Bueno, I'm going to recommend you a couple places. Dímelo, I'm going to recommend you a couple places. Yeah, like, I mean, okay. have you been to Dos Croquetas? Dos Croquetas? What is this? Uh, oh, I need, to, I need to write all of this stuff. I'm going to give you a whole cheat sheet. A okay, whole cheat okay. sheet afterwards. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, really. It's been, for me, an honor because, because I've been working so long in L.A., I feel sometimes disconnected from the Miami that I grew up in and knew. And, you know, I come here sometimes and I think, well, you know, I really don't even, it's so different. And the people and things are like so foreign to me that to have somebody make me feel like this is still my home and, you know, feel like they, they want to incorporate me in something so Miami and so amazingly Cuban, which I love, um, makes me feel really honored. So. Well, thank you. And thank you for, for representing us so, so fantastically. And, you know, we're going to, we're I, I'm going to speak for everybody. We're going to miss you on days. <laughs> Thanks. But now we just have to keep an eye out for you on all the other things that are coming yeah, down the pike. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs>